to another episode of the Strong Family Project Podcast. Very special edition for you today. Mel loves notes. Gave her no notes. I don't know what we're going to talk about. And so we're going to sit down and we're going to chat a little bit. We're going to give you a, a very powerful action plan in this limited edition episode. No notes. Yikes. Read us in. Welcome back to the Strong Family Project podcast, where we guide you on the path to raising confident, independent, and resilient children in a strong family environment. This, hopefully, based on my ability to upload things, is episode eight. We have just finished the seven steps of the strong family path. Most of the rest of the episodes will be dealing with the roadblocks of trying to implement and execute on those things. It is your organizational strategy. It is the game plan. It is the system. But just because you have that game plan and system, it doesn't mean things will go smoothly. It'll just take some stress off your life and give you a direction to work towards. That being said, we do have a rule of the show, which I'm saying slowly because Mel's dying in anticipation (laughs) to know what we're talking about. And that rule is when I give her a question and she delivers some value for you, you pause the episode, you write it down, and then you also type it in the chat and press send. You can do that on Spotify podcast. You can do it on our website, strongfamilyproject.com, where we also have the seven steps worksheet for you for free that you can download, or you can do it over on Instagram, official strong family co CEO on Instagram or on YouTube in the comments, because we're putting this out through a lot of different ways of distribution to meet you where you're at. So you can have whichever system to listen is easiest for you. After the first seven episodes, you might feel like you're drowning in information. Internet's like that. Let's apply a little wisdom to that today. So Mel, if you had no family system, we're just living life and we got three kids here and we're just going day to day and hoping for the best, we haven't learned much on it, and you just listen to those seven episodes, how would you start implementing it? in a meaningful way to not get overwhelmed? I would look at my day and see which one fits the most easily. So if you're already having meals together at dinner time, I would start there. So it's like the something that you already have that you can just add a little bit to. Isn't there something about habits with that where to start a new habit, oftentimes it's easier to attach it to a habit you already have. Mm-hmm. So if, for example, you already do family dinners, then maybe you can start with the strategy of our family dinners and how we kind of run that and make it a little bit more purposeful. That's good. So the strategy is if they have one of those of the seven elements resonates with them, like they're 50, 60, 70, 80, 90% of the way there, but they want to amplify it a little bit, start there, set a reasonable time frame to work on it. So you're not trying to do everything at once and get that to where you want. What would you do next? Let's say we just family dinners. We were sitting down eating and now we're having some more practical conversations. Where would you take it from there? The foundation for all of these things really is the core values. Um, I, I think it does take a bit more time to come up with them, which is why I didn't say that one first. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but if, if this is kind of the, the next thing, I think the core values would be important because it really does inform the rest of the path. Uh, so I would start there. I would sit down with um, your spouse or partner or whatever and come up with what's most important so that you know what to focus on. But I know that that, that I'm a little bit hesitant because that one does require like a couple weeks of thinking and, and time. 
And that's so, why I want to shoot this episode so they get a, a practical view of, we're not going to take this worksheet and fill it out and be good tomorrow. And well, I think core values are daunting. Go ahead. Then maybe you ask yourself, am I a morning person or am I an evening person? Because another two of our path um, components is a morning routine and then an evening debrief. So maybe if you're like a morning person, you love the morning, maybe you can implement a morning routine and just start with one thing whether it be giving one task to the kids to complete or a little five-minute workout together when you wake up, something small if you're a morning person. If you are an evening person, then maybe you can decide, okay, I'm going to start doing the evening debrief. I'm going to give my kids you know, 10, 15 minutes of my time before they go to bed and see if, if anything comes out, um, if, if anything, well, give them that time. And then I think you will notice that they will be opening up to you and you won't regret spending that time. So maybe kind of see what's within your personality. If you're a morning person, evening person and implement something in those parts of the day. I think you have a very good heart, Mel. <laughs> you're letting them off the hook a little bit with those core values. Okay. And we can have, we can certainly have a differing opinion on this. I agree with find one win, get a win first, like find an easy win. So the same question, morning and evening. Start momentum, right? Start with momentum. Once you have momentum and you have the biggest drive to like, all right, I really want to do something. I think you have to lean into the core values. And I think you were right with that initially and you wanted to say it, but you're, you're too nice. You're good cop, bad cop. And is that, is that how you felt or am I that putting is, words in your mouth? No, it's exactly how I felt. Understand the core values are going to take a period of time. You can choose 30 days, 60 days, or 90 days. If you have no experience with core values and nothing in the workforce or anything like that, Give yourself more time. This isn't running down the path. As long as you're taking small steps down the path, you're going to feel like you're making progress because you are. And the core values are a key component to that. And the reason why I push harder to lean in to the challenge of creating family core values is because that is woven into the other aspects. We use the word wanting to be together when we're working family time, family dinner time, when we're talking evening routines, morning routines, family meetings, that is based on one of our core values that we had and then we started layering these things on top. I think it's easiest to create the core values, spend the rest, I would, I would give it the full 90 days, not to create it, but to get them in there 30, 60 days and then spend a whole month just using them in your day-to-day -day language so your focus isn't spread too thin. And then when you introduce another step of the path, you can oh, I say rationalize, but you can explain that path through the lens of your core values. And then you start layering and building from there. So the core values are probably the, the most challenging thing. It's not like, Hey, let's sit down for dinner and talk. Like that's fairly simple. It's the, it's the language that you use throughout the rest of the steps is dictated by the core values. And so I think that's the number one thing to lean into, but give yourself a reasonable time period. Try them on for size. You can even switch them. If you're not there by the end of 90 days, say, all right, well, I want another 30 days because I really want to focus on getting this right. And so take your time getting it right. Those little, that little progress will be great. What I don't want you to do is say, I'm going to think about it for 90 days and at the end of 90 days, just have a blank sheet of paper. You could have hot penned at the beginning, like I explained in the episode and just write down a list and just start there. And you know, in previous episodes, you've talked about excuse busters. Mm -hmm. And I think one came up for me. I think because it feels daunting, you just kind of say, forget it, I'm not going to do it. Or even 90 days sounds like a long time. So I think if you start with something really small, a commitment like, okay, every morning I'm going to list 
five things that are important to me. Like it's quick. It doesn't have to be, I'm going to sit down for three hours and come up with everything that's important to me. So every day, five minutes, you know, get a notebook. We have a notebook sitting on our kitchen table now for podcast ideas. It's just there. So if anybody in the family thinks of something, we can write it down. So I think if you can find a small thing, um, a huge excuse is I don't have time. And I have to say, time, you, you don't get it back, but you can find time. I, I no longer go on Facebook and Instagram during Lent, but now I'm thinking I might continue that afterwards. Mm-hmm. And it frees up my time. It frees up my headspace to think more clearly. So if you wake up in the morning and you spend 15 minutes on Facebook scrolling or whatever, take even a third of that time and write down those five things that are important. So I don't think finding time is really an issue. I think it's very possible. But just to make the the process sound a little bit easier, just take five minutes. You could put a notebook next to the toilet. (laughs) There you go. And add an idea every time you have a seat. And then you can get there. There's ways to figure it out. And I think, and Mel, I want you to come up with your own so that they have a couple of different perspectives on it. But if I were handed this information, what would I do with it to be most successful? I would give each one of the steps on the path at least a 30-day window with the exception of core values, perhaps slightly longer. That allows you to implement it and then try it on for size and optimize it before you layer on something else there's a comedian I enjoy, Jim Gaffigan, and he's, I don't remember the numbers, but he's like, you know what it's like having my fifth baby? It's like drowning and you can't, can't swim up to the top and then someone hands you a baby. <laughs> like it's just too much at once. It is a lot. And so that could be, I would feel the same way. If I tried to implement all seven for my personality type, I would want to be successful at all seven and I wouldn't have the time to be successful at all seven, and I would become frustrated, and that would be a barrier for me to be successful implementing the plan. So I would give myself some grace. A 30-day window for all steps except for core values could be 60 or 90 days. And if things are off track when you do your quarterly review because you'll be following the goal-setting system, then give yourself a little bit more breathing room. But set another goal versus just stopping and feeling like this is too much. And that's why I wanted to shoot this episode because I don't want you to feel overwhelmed And I don't want you to just sit there and wait for us to drop another podcast to be moderately entertaining with the occasional jokes and hear us talk. I want you to pause and implement it and engage and improve your family life because that's what we're really passionate about. So that's how I would go about it. What are your thoughts, Mel? Well, I do like notes and and post-its and things like that. So personally, I would head over to our website, strongfamilyproject.com, and I would download that free PDF that gives you the list of all seven steps. And I don't even call them steps because you don't have to do them in a certain order, except core values really should be one of the first things. And I would print it out and I would look at them and I would decide, okay, which one am I going to work on first? Because I like to kind of have it all in front of me and then you can choose which one to focus on and maybe highlight it, have a discussion about it. And I think it'd be awesome to show it to the kids too. I know it depends on ages and everything, but the more involved, this is really about the family. So the more involved they get, they might get excited about a piece of it. Mm-hmm. They could even be included in creating your core values if, if they understand it and are old enough to do that. So you don't have to take this weight on your shoulders by yourself. It's a family thing. It's supposed to be fun. And the more consistent you are with it, you will see results. And the other steps will almost happen a little bit more easily once you kind of get the flow going. So I would print it out, I would take a look at it, and I would involve the kids as best as possible. My last thought on it, because I have received this question before when I presented 
some of these steps to, to companies or corporations or to family groups to help them along the path before we launch this podcast. I get this question, how do I get my spouse to buy in? Mm. I would take my advice and I would bump it back 30 days. And I would spend 30 days working on that relationship. If you watch up or listen to watch or listen to episode seven, so that you are in a place where that person is receptive to the ideas. It's not you printing out the strong family path at strongfamilyproject.com <laughs> and immediately laying it out on the table and say, here's what I've decided where our family is going to go. That might bring up some animosity with the other person. Now, you know, the relationships, your relationship better than I do, uh, but I can see that bringing up some trouble and some, some them feeling left out. And so, I would start the conversation saying, hey, I, I feel a little flustered at home or things don't seem like they're always on track and sometimes I get a little exacerbated and I get a little frustrated. I would like to bring a little bit more calm and a little bit more strategy to the household. Is that something you would like to? Uh, are you good with like me doing some research on it and seeing what we can come up with and perhaps we can come up with something together and you can start, hey, let's, let's start with, like Mel said, let's start with something that we're already doing like dinner time. Here's a couple ideas to optimize it. And so I would try to break down that barrier by including the person before we start rolling out the seven elements. It's easy for me to sit on this side of the camera and say, hey, here's the plan to success, go. There are relationships that need to be managed. And so I would do that in a non-confrontational way, but I would give myself about a 30-day window because I love time periods. That's what makes things happen is to put a due date on it. I give myself a 30-day window some constant gentle pressure to get the other person on board with saying, all right, I really want to optimize what we're doing with our family. Well, we should give them a little view of how things happen for us because Please do. <laughs> a lot of times uh, Joe will come up with an idea and he'll say, hey, there's this, this idea I have. And, um, you know, it's probably not going to happen. No biggie. And then I always get nervous. So let's just take the simple idea of uh, what is it? Oh my gosh, what's the thing when you go on a boat and it pulls you behind? Tubing. <laughs> I can never Skiing. think of a <laughs> All right. This happens to me. I get these I get these little brain farts. I can't think of the word. Okay, so tubing. So Joe's like, let's go tubing. And I'm like, yeah, it'd be great for the kids. They're going to have a great time. I'm not going to go. I'll just watch. I'll, I'll just want to watch them have a good time and be happy. But then as soon as I get on that tube and I'm on there, I just can't believe I ever said I wouldn't do it. It happens every time, which is... <laughs> We joke about it now because we'll go on a boat. And I'm not, I'm not going to get wet. I don't want to get my hair wet. The <laughs> rope's going to hit the water. It's going to splash in my glasses. I don't want to do it. And then I'm like, I just have to breathe through it. Okay. Well, I love it. I love two battles. My brothers and I will go on there. We'll smush each other. We're going to get knocked into the water. And uh, it's good old-fashioned slobber knocker right into the water. And so Mel will never want to, but then she goes on. She gets all giddy and she oh. stays on longer than us, of course. Because I'm starting to learn this about myself. But this is the point. Like We don't know what your personalities are like. And we don't know what the relationship between the, the people in the household are like. But this is kind of our system. I always am hesitant. So even I think when you brought up this values thing years ago, I think in my head I was like, that sounds really hard. <laughs> like, I don't, this is a business thing. Like businesses have core values. Like I, and th I'm not just saying this, this is really the way, the mindset that I had initially. But then as soon as I started writing them down, the, the opportunities and the excitement just grew. And now here we are years later, and now we're sharing it with you, which is so exciting. But it's very natural for me to have that hesitancy initially. 
So Joe usually has a big idea. I get really hesitant, but then I kind of like open the door a little bit. And then once I get on board, it's like we're all in. And that that's well said. It's a good example, Mel. It is the relationship management in the household. You have the strategy that, that works. It's proven and it works. And I've taught it before and Mel's taught it before. We've shared elements over the years and it's produced amazing results for families who can work through that initial phase of saying, I don't know. And, um, like maybe it's not for me or one person gets really excited and the other person reacts by getting extra cold because they've been just dumped too much information and they're not engaged. And so those things all help. Um, but that's how I would break it down. I would have the warm up phase. I would get buy in first, and then I would go through 30 days each step with the exception of core values. I'd give myself a little bit more breathing room. So I'm set up for success. And one thing that just occurred to me, if you have friends that are, are married or are together and don't have kids yet, it is never too early to get core values going. Um, we have some friends, Carly and Mike, they just had their first baby, but I almost feel like they wish they had thought of their values ahead of time. They're so they... far ahead of where we were. I know they're working on it together. It's, am- it's honestly amazing to see. It's really cool. That so it's... They're, they, that they're buying into some of the steps. Exactly. So I think even if it's, even if you don't have kids, even if you're not going to have kids, I think to have core values, it makes it so much easier to know what, what's important, what you're going to focus on. And um, so you could feel free to share it with people who don't even have kids because I think it's very valuable for anybody. I'm not going to go any longer because I've already explained the implementation method that I would go and you shared yours unless you have anything else you'd like to chime in. No, that's how I would do it. I want to keep this episode short, sweet, and practical. So we're going to end there. Thank you for listening to another episode of the Strong Family Project podcast. If you find this valuable, you do have to let us know so that we'll continue helping you on this path. You may do so with a comment, whether it's on YouTube, Apple, Spotify, whether it's on our website, whether you join the email list and get the free, the free downloads of the Strong Family Path or whether you follow us on Instagram and shoot us a message. We are out there now to, so that we can help you. And for us to continue to be out there to help you, we need some interaction because that's what gives us energy and what powers the podcast. So if you're running into any speed bumps from implementing the path, let us know. You can contact us through the website and we shoot a Q&A episode and hook you up. So make sure to subscribe, drop a review if you think we've done a good job. Thank you for listening to another episode of the Strong Family Project Podcast.